Hello, hello, and welcome to Temple of the False Pod. We're at Excellent Optimized, but our plays sure as heck are fun. I'm Andy. I'm Bruce. And welcome to week two of winter break. That's what ding, I'm calling Ding, 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 ding. It's actually the winter now. Uh, mm-hmm. Than just cold. This week, uh, we're going to talk about a card that Bruce and I decided together to talk about because yeah. we love plane chase. <laughs> If you haven't heard that enough, then uh, you haven't been listening to our podcast. I also decided that, you know, by now, some folks are probably wondering whether or not Bruce ever actually knows what ramp is. Mm. So I thought we would talk about a two-mana mana rock that you probably aren't using in your deck. Let me guess. It's two mana. Yeah. It taps for mana. Yeah. It's called Fractured Power Stone. Dang, you guessed it. Which means it also taps and you can roll the planar die, but only as a sorcery. Because why would you want to? I mean, I guess I know why you'd want to activate it as an instant, but they're just keeping it clean. Yeah. It's just just cleaning up that part. The card is pretty straightforward, but there's something you need to keep in mind. For those of you who don't play a lot of plane chase, you roll the planar die, the first roll is free. Invariably, either something that you didn't want to happen happens or nothing happens, which is probably something you didn't want to have happen. So you go to roll the die again, but this time it costs one mana. So you pay your one mana and you roll the die and nothing happens. And now you go to pay, the ma- pay it again, and this time it costs two. Well, you can tap the Fractured Power Stone instead, so essentially you're only paying one again and roll the die. It also means that you could use uh, you can roll the planar die later on. So you can pay the two mana instead of roll instead of tapping Fractured Power Stone. Mm. And then the next turn, instead of tapping for three, you can tap the Fractured Power Stone. A couple of issues. You're probably never going to do that because you're always hoping the next roll is the roll you're looking for. So why wouldn't, why wouldn't you tap Fractured Power Stone instead of two mana? You're probably going to tap the Fractured Power Stone. So in essence, it's saving you one mana whenever you roll the planar die. And that's if you want to roll the or planar die. a third time. Right. A lot of times, you just want the mana. Right. I mean, I know that when, when we're playing plane chase games, I will almost always roll the free roll. But when it starts to cost, a lot of times I'm reluctant because I got other, other better things to do with my mana. So I hold off and I, I save the mana for those things instead of paying for more rolls of the planar die. I put this card in a bunch of my decks because I play a lot of Plane Chase and I thought this will be good in those decks. And it's only a two mana mana rock. Most of the ones Wizards do does now are all cost three. The downside here though is that it only taps for colorless. Mm. So there are plenty of rocks out there that cost two and tap for a color, but this one doesn't. And I would say even so, like... How often do you play, say, Everflowing Chalice on one, you know? Like, pay two, get out one. The only time you're doing that with the Chalice is if you have a way to add counters to the Chalice. Right. I mean, even even Everflowing Chalice paying four, getting two, like, that's, like, a pretty good rate. And, like, I've seen it done plenty of times, um, even without ways of adding counters. Those games that you're not playing Plane Chase, it's still yeah. a valid card in your deck. Um, 
Right, and that's what it comes down to. The benefit of the planar die is something that comes in every once in a while. And it, like I said, it only really matters if you're rolling a planar die for a third time on your turn. That doesn't happen as often as you might think. Most of your games are not going to involve plane chase. So when you look at the card, you have to say to yourself, this is two mana for a mana rock that taps for colorless. Is that worth it in my deck? Now for me, yeah, I'll take that. I regularly run three mana mana rocks that tap for something and then do something else. So oftentimes on turn two, I don't have a play because I don't tend to run a lot of two mana mana rocks barring, you know, Felwar Stone and a couple of the other, you know, mm. this and a, and a Signet. But I like this. I like that. It, I mean, it costs, it only costs two. It doesn't come into play tapped. You get to use it right away. There's yeah. a benefit to that that I think uh, get, can get underestimated. And you know what? It's different. Most of your opponents will never have seen this card. Yeah. They, they are not, ex not expecting this out of anybody's deck, especially if you, there's not a plane chase deck around. This is always kind of a surprise. Yeah, and I think even with the, the downside that you had mentioned earlier where it doesn't produce any color, like how often are you in desperate need of that color? Like unless you're playing a deck where it's only colored pips, which is right. not often, um, you can find a place to use colorless mana for generic, you know? And I think even beyond that, looking at the the notes and rules for fractured power stone it says rolling a planar die this way doesn't count uh when determining the cost of the special action for rolling player planar die for example if you roll the planar die twice in a turn then activate fractured power stone to roll it a third time like you're talking about uh rolling yeah. the planar die again after that will cost two so it's also still not incrementing it's not adding to the cost of the next okay roll either right uh so like you can still have that roll for two um, if you need yeah. it, if you're really trying to get away. Um, and it's it's those those cases that, honestly, if you play a lot of plane chase, you you know that that plight of, like, I just need one more roll, but, like, it's so expensive, you know? Uh, yeah. I think it's, it's, it's all of these things that kind of make it valuable in any deck that you would see play with plane chase in even half the games because otherwise it taps right. for one and that's good enough honestly it is i mean look i would i put this in my in my old cron deck no no because it was three green three white that was that was a pain uh would i put this in a five color deck yeah man that would be a tough one but who's getting who most of our decks are two and three color decks you can put Fractured Power Stone in there. I think we can all agree. Arcane Signet was a mistake to make. Wizards should not have made a two-mana artifact that can tap for any color that, that your commander makes. It's too good. And it blocks off all of the other options. They could have done a two-mana mana rock that taps for green, that taps for red, that taps for blue. They could have done it you know, pick a color in your commander's color range, it taps for that color. But they went whole hog and said, no, it's going to tap for everything all the time. And it's always going to be that good. It, they, they could have worked around it. But Fractured Power Stone still gets you that mana. It's just not a color. 
And I appreciate that's part of what makes Arcane Signet so good, but these are both two mana mana rocks. And honestly, Soul Ring into an Arcane Signet or Soul Ring into Fractured Power Stone, I'm taking either. It's yeah. so infrequent that you have uh, your commander without any sort of uh, generic mana cost that like in those yeah. cases that it does have generic mana cost, which is often, yeah, uh, it is essentially the same as an Arcane Signet. Right, and commander tax exists and it's colorless. Most of the cards you're playing have colorless in them. Any sapphire. Generic, but yeah. Yeah, or sorry, any medallion. Yeah. You know, all your blue spells cost one generic mana less. Well, those are really good cards because most of your cards cost some some amount of generic mana. Fractured Power Stone is gonna is gonna fill that bill for you. Mm. Um, yeah, it is just not that bad. I would not want every one of my mana rocks tapping for colorless. But this is a right. two mana mana rock taps for colorless, and it's got a fun upside in in the, in those in those situations where where you can cash in on it. I'll take yeah. that. I'm I'm excited about that. For as a big of a proponent as I am for three mana mana rocks. I'm glad yeah. this one's not three, because I feel like the upside to it isn't enough to put it in every deck. But I feel yeah. like because of that second ability, it does just make it like a pretty good include in most decks, uh, right? Where you see fit. I mean, it it it's hardly even a question. You know, like I, there are a lot of a lot of mana rocks out there that you could question. Like, do I actually want this in here? um it 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 does it does a thing that's that's kind of fun i think that this is this is a card that should be considered in your ramp package i'm i'm not saying it's going to make the cut every time there are some decks that are way too way too highly tuned for this card to make the cut but i think you need to consider it i think it's a i think this is a solid solid mana rock it comes in it comes in at two mana Oftentimes that's enough, and it's funky. No, trust me, nobody you're playing against is going to have this card in their deck. Yeah. Ebony Fly comes in tapped. It's two mana okay. taps for a color or a colorless. Yeah. Um, the Diamond Cycle all come in tapped, yeah. tap for a yes. color. Guardian Idol two mana comes in tapped, taps for colorless. Mm-hmm. It's easy. It's simple. The fact that it is two mana comes in untapped. This could be an easy turn one like you know turn one soul ring into this like feels pretty good um right and it's it's a mana rock (laughs) simply put are you running talismans in Mm. your deck how many times are you taking a point of damage two right Uh, you just it's just not happening that often and if you're not taking a point of damage, it's just tapping for generic, and that's all this thing does. So I get why you would put the talisman in first, because you want to have access to the colors, even if it's going to take a point of damage. But you wouldn't put the talisman in if you're going to tap it for colored mana every single time. You just right. wouldn't do that. So, you know, think about it. It, it is an option. I, I like it. Um, this is not the best two-mana mana rock. It's not. But... It's damn good, mm. and you do need to consider it. I mean, you should be you should be thinking about it every time you're running mana rocks in your deck. It's cheap, it's creative, it's something that most people haven't seen. And you know what? If you if you and if you find yourself in some plane chase games, 
Get a little bonus upside here. I like it. Yeah, because like there are just so few. Like I'm looking at a list on managathering.com of like the two mana mana rocks, and like you've got yeah. some all star hits like Arcane Zignet, Felwar Stone, Cold Steel Heart. Cold Steel Heart comes in tapped, but it produces the mana, like you were saying. Right. I mean, Thought Vessel's good too. Right. I like these cards, um, but like I said, it's not going to be the best. It's not going to be the best, but all of the cards we've mentioned are cards that are showing up in, in decks all the time. So throw it in there. What's the harm? Thought Vessel you see all the time. Liquid Metal Torque yep. you see fairly frequently. Uh, yep. Prismatic Lens. Right. Mind Stone. Like the, the, the secondary ability is always secondary because you're not going to be using it 100% of the time. Right. Um, and yeah, you never hear about Fractured Power Stone. Nope. Because not enough people are playing plane chase. Yeah, um, you you got to change that world. Uh, you got to get yeah. out there. Um, but that's gonna do it for this this week. Happy holidays, Happy Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, all those things. Whatever you celebrate, appreciate you. But we'll be back next week with something cool. I'm sure. I'm sure one of us is gonna cook up something, something really oh, yeah. tasty for the new year. We'll see you then. Uh, we're Temple of False Pod, where decks are not optimized, better play. Sure is like fun. I'm Andy. I'm Bruce. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, press that subscribe button. If you're not watching on YouTube, we talked about a lot of cards that we did not, you know, read out. But we got those on the screen on YouTube. Go check it out. That's going to be it. Play some magic for me, and in your fifth land, be the temple. Bye! Wait, wait. Before you go... I uh, just wanted to say thank you for listening. You can reach out to us via email at falsepodmtg at gmail.com or on Twitter at falsepodmtg. Bruce is at manaburned and I'm at andyweekend, though you'll definitely notice I use the podcast Twitter far more often. Now that we've got you here, make sure you subscribe, like, rate us on uh, whatever podcast platform you use. It helps us out. It gets us more reach. Subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. Uh, like a video there. Leave some comments for more casual enjoyment. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with some more timeless discussions about all things casual. So come hang out and may your fifth land be the temple. Bye-bye. Should I do my best, Bruce? Bye! Bye.